everyone. Welcome to the regular exclusive podcast. Jason, Renee, we got some movies to talk about. Yes, we do. There's been some weird real world stuff that's been going on. Wanted to ask you if you saw a post on Instagram or if anything's been going around. I saw this thing. It was uh, a guy discovered that he took a wall down in his house and in the wall was a series of tunnels just oh, into God. the ground. And I'm like, wait, I saw this movie. This is barbarian. Like, is this a real thing? Did he go into the tunnels? Was there a uh, mother down there? Apparently, I need to know. apparently there is like a whole thing about like people living in there, like hiding Still? from something. I didn't know. I, I mean, hope not. God, that's what I'm saying, man. That movie scared the shit out of me. That's why I hate basements. I'll never go down there. And now that I know that just one confirmed story is enough. That's all I needed to go. Yep, this could happen to me. I agree. That's a little bit too close to home, though, literally. Just like, why do we learn about this after the movie comes out? (laughs) I mean, I don't think I would have been excited about it before Barbarian. I would have definitely still noped out of there. But after Barbarian, I could tell you I would have been running before I even had a thought come out of my head. The only thing that's missing from that story to make it Barbarian is that Airbnb is involved. It's like the guy was at an Airbnb and accidentally knocked a hole in the wall and found a series of tunnels under the roof. I mean, we don't know. It could be. It could have passed in the past been a maybe this is where the guy fucking stayed and this is where zach Kreger came up with the idea for barbarian i don't know maybe zach Kreger came from those tunnels he grew up in there and then start and then joined whitest kids you know yeah (laughs) he's like i gotta tell my story (laughs) that all just sounds really accurate so i think we can say that's that's definitely confirmed that's funny that you mentioned that though because there was another story that also uh just felt a little bit i mean Okay, so we know Cocaine Bear is coming out soon, and we know that this already is based on a true story. Granted, the <laughs> yeah. rampage, all that stuff. It's inspired Bear, inspired yeah. by a true story. Which was a fucking plane dropped some coke, and the bear <laughs> thought, why the fuck not? I'm going to party, and did some, and then pro- died, right? <laughs> but in just recently, the cops found like three and a half tons of cocaine in the fucking pacific ocean that was dropped like from probably (laughs) another plane i don't know maybe someone is pitching a real world sequel to cocaine bear and now already people have just been going on about cocaine shark and i'm like (laughs) i'm fucking here for this even elizabeth banks said i would definitely be interested in directing cocaine shark (laughs) i'm smelling a crossover dude yeah it's kind of i mean the story's right in itself at this point i mean (laughs) it's kind of amazing you can't say no and also it's an interesting fight it's a little bit like godzilla versus kong if you think about it because with cocaine but with a lot more cocaine, which I think we could all say that that movie was great, but was missing cocaine. I think it needed a bit more. I'm sure that I know there was some, but but let's just say, I mean, who's going to win? I think the cocaine sharks got the advantage because of the water. But again, I'd be interested. What if you get the shark on the land? Then it's a fish out of water. Then the bear's back. He could pull the shark out of the water. I don't know. These have to be gigantic bears and sharks. I'm thinking. <laughs> What? I mean, those animals are gigantic to begin with, so they need to be more gigantic. Yeah, like just King for Kong, like Godzilla movies. size. Yeah, like to make it more interesting. Yeah, yeah, because or else like, are you telling me a real life size 
bear and shark fight is not interesting if no if that's interesting <laughs> i'm just thinking of hollywood right we can't oh. just directly adapt this because we know this is probably what's happening right now in the real wild right the cocaine bear and shark have found each other <laughs> and they are going at it i don't know maybe somebody should fucking make a documentary on it but i think hollywood's gonna go we have to go bigger than that right yeah yeah that fight would be interesting but it really comes down to to who who's attacking first like what's the environment is is the bear for some reason out in the ocean looking for salmon and then the shark just grabs its head and pulls it under or and in that case the shark's definitely winning because that is one dumbass bear (laughs) 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 but then again yeah who knows what are we are we doing this in a pool what's the deal i don't know i want to find out though i would be i would be interested in that fuck yeah Yeah. you would anybody (laughs) would cocaine bear versus cocaine shark Let's do a whole series of cocaine animal movies, man. I think it could be interesting. We all know the cheetahs are probably already coked out of their minds. So, <laughs> well, see now to finish the uh, to finish that crossover movie, we would need a third party. We would need Cocaine Eagle. Mm, I think that's too small. We need a crocodile or something. We need something well, big or a whale. Have something that flies. You 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 get you have a water thing, a land thing. You need something that flies, like a an eagle dragon. Pretty okay, okay. Cocaine dragon? Are you kidding me? Okay, hire me for the third one. I think I just saved that because eagle would do nothing against a bear or a shark, especially if they ever teamed up because they already know each other from the first movie. It's probably going to be two v one for at least the beginning half. So let's just say we're going to need a dragon in order to up the ante. We have clearly watched Godzilla vs. Kong too many times. There's no dragons in that movie, are there? I mean, there's a dragon in the second one. There's Mecha Godzilla. Spoiler alert. I don't. That's a robot, okay? And maybe we'll get a Mecha Godzilla for the Godzilla third one. Godzilla is a dragon. It breathes fire. It just doesn't Whatever. Fly. We just need something that can do cocaine. <laughs> oh, that's all. Robots can't do coke. Let's just go the other way. Let's go with cocaine chihuahua. You know, just they already little... are coked out of their fucking mind. <laughs> Those little things. Jesus. Uh, all right. Well, let's take a little break. And then let's get into the uh, very traumatic movie that is Fall. I have something that's planned. And I need a partner in crime. The B-67 TV Tower. I haven't climbed since. Becky, if you don't confront your fears, you are always going to be afraid. <laughs> let's do it. Day. We are talking about Fall. And this movie was not really on my radar until you told me about it. I had seen it. I'd seen a trailer for it once, and I thought it looked like the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I think you sent me that trailer. (laughs) Yeah, like the... I think it might have been like an Instagram, like suggested post kind of thing. And it's just like, two women stuck on the top of a radio tower. And I'm like, all right, it seems like a lot of plot. Yeah. I I mean, like, I was like, okay, the trailer, like the shots looked freaky because I am terrified of heights. But like, also, I think it just made me angry, like going, what the fuck kind of reasoning do these bitches have for (laughs) getting on top of this goddamn thing? I just was angry just looking at it going, this isn't going to make sense. This is going to bother me. And I just was really irritated. And then you texted me like i want to say like a month later so you're like remember that movie you messaged me about that looked really dumb i bought it 
and it's pretty good. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to. It was like one of those things where you're like, I'm curious, but like, how curious am I? And I think it was because I heard that people were like, this one is actually pretty effective when it came out. So I was just like, really? Okay. <laughs> wow. So I was just kind of listening. I wasn't paying attention much. But then when I saw it was available, it was also for like a cheaper price than like a normal movie. I believe it yeah. was only like 10 bucks. So I was like, you know what? Worth it. And <laughs> I honestly was impressed. I thought it was better than I expected, even though it was also like I was terrified <laughs> the whole time. I'm glad that you, that you picked this movie because I actually really enjoyed it. I didn't. I had the lowest expectations, um, but it was actually pretty good. So, I mean. We'll get into all of our thoughts, but uh, I mean, so the budget for this movie, uh, you know, it came out in August 2022. Uh, budget was three million, and gross worldwide, it did like 17 million. So it did all right. You know, they say a budget has to, at, or a movie has to at least double its its budget to even make its money back. So like, it it did okay, um, but it wasn't a blockbuster. But yeah, I feel like it. it picked up a lot more steam after theaters you know, like mm -hmm. sometimes movies after they leave theaters they just kind of go to die and you talk about them in your little circles i actually feel like this movie did pick up steam afterwards and i get it it was fun i do kind of wish i saw this in theaters because oh my god on the big screen yeah i, I don't, don't think have, i could have handled it <laughs> i don't have a fear phobia or sorry i don't have a fear <laughs> of heights are you afraid of phobias it sounds like I'm, i have a fear of fear <laughs> yeah I bet you it's, do. A, it's a vicious circle i can't believe uh, you would say that but either way i get it i that's why it's effective though right if i saw this in theaters i might have a, a serious fear of heights <laughs> like, like it if, gives you the feeling of it right yeah. like this movie does a great job of putting you in their place and like i don't know if you know how they filmed it but like they basically recreated the top part of the tower so mm -hmm. the girls were still like about 100 feet off the ground but they like positioned it so it was like they were on top of a cliff like over yeah. on top of a mountain but they positioned it so it looked like they were literally that high so i thought that, that was pretty cool that they still did that and it looks way better than just having it all green screen and you can tell because it's so obvious when they do that yeah i i thought it looked great i was actually wondering how much like green screen or like cgi was involved with it because like it all looked really good like the top views and the wide shots i'm like yeah this looks great like i was when i saw the budget was three million i was like that's kind of shocking it look it looks really great for 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 what it is i was expecting it to suck but <laughs> i know i think like it, it just would have been a way different movie if they faked all of it. I mean, I know that they still obviously have to fake stuff because it's a fucking movie, but like it felt pretty real the whole time. Mm -hmm. And just as somebody with a paralyzing fear of heights, like even from a movie with bad effects, I can get like the wobbly, like the stomach drop pit in like the bottom of my stomach feeling always. Mm -hmm. This movie was really a piece of work because it looks so fucking real. And I think that, if I would have seen it, I probably wouldn't have been able to get up afterwards if I saw it in the theater. I don't think I would have been able to move. <laughs> Call the ambulance. Like. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I don't think I could have even spoke. I probably would have been too scared. Because that's like, like people were saying that they were like, this movie makes you want like uncomfortable. Like you want to look away a lot. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm doing that at home. 
and my god it's just a stressful experience when i'm watching it in my bed like i can't oh. imagine what it's like in a theater this this just came to my head can you imagine if this movie had a 3d release oh my god don't even <laughs> do that to me i don't even want to picture that no don't give him the idea that'll be the next fucking movie <laughs> i don't need that kind of realism <laughs> so so i'm not scared of heights but sarah my wife is and this is not an understatement she was traumatized by this movie like i kind of wish that like we had a a sponsorship from like better help because i'm i think she needed therapy after this movie like she was uncomfortable like she was cringing she was freaking out she's like why are we watching this at night i can't go to bed yep i know it's legit like i put this i watched this when it first came out so for re-watching this it's like it's been a minute and i was just like oh this will be fine you know i've already seen it and literally i was like five minutes in like shit i forgot it has an opening just like fucking cliffhanger and like again then it goes it just keeps it the whole time you're so tense there's yeah. no fucking break maybe five minutes of transition between yeah. opening scene and that's traumatizing but then it gets just traumatizing the entire time like if you don't have a fear of heights i feel like you have it afterwards at least a little bit because it really it knows exactly what's really scary about heights and not having something to like grab onto yeah it's really effective and effective is like the key word because like i don't have a fear of heights but like i had moments where i'm like oh shit <laughs> like yeah okay i'm glad i'm not scared of this because this would be upsetting <laughs> like, i mean that's the thing i'm like i would never be in this scenario but just watching it is like the most stressful thing if you are scared of heights so i'm like there's no reason that anybody should be up here like you are asking for death when they're like hanging off taking selfies one-handed off the top of the fucking tower <laughs> I was literally like, dude, I hope you die right now. People are so stupid. And that's the thing is that people really do that shit. And like, like people fucking do this in real life. I just feel like if you're doing this and like, again, this movie pisses me off because I know that people really do that shit, but you deserve it. And I just, it stresses me out for a lot of reasons. Basically, I haven't been this really stressed watching a movie since I watched uncut gems with adam sandler and that is like a totally different stress level it's like my anxiety is skyrocketing but not for the same reasons this one i'm i'm paralyzed but angry well well since you're all angry um i should tell you that <laughs> i have contributed to something like this a couple of years ago on a motorcycle ride we were on a dam and one of the guys that i had just met that day I held him by his feet and he leaned over the edge of the dam and we got a great picture of it. And he dropped him and he died? No, that's the horror <laughs> version of this, but that very easily could have happened. That is what happens, Chase. You guys are fucking lucky. You I okay, now I'm a, now I'm even more mad. <laughs> In hindsight, it's it's pretty dumb, but yeah, it's no a great shit. it's a great picture. He was freaked out afterwards. He's like, "I don't know why I just did that." And I'm like, Oh, my God. My dad literally <laughs> told me the worst story before we went to go see this blowhole. I know it's a blowhole, but we were in Maui and it was a family like a, vacation. Like a geyser? 
Yeah, but they, the family was saying we're going to the blowhole tomorrow. And I was like, I'm sorry, the what? And like, you know me, I don't like going outdoors. I'm not an outdoorsy person. So I was like, I don't know how I feel about it. I was like, oh, the blowhole. And they're all telling me like, it's really cool. It's just water coming up out of the ground, blah, blah, blah. But then my dad proceeds to tell me like the real life horror movie that happened there with some tourist who was a dumbass and went up to get a picture and fell in the thing and got sucked into the blowhole. And I was like, you know, like they were like, no one can get him out of there. Like he died horribly. And my dad just went in all this detail. And I was like, you guys, I don't think I'm going to the blowhole tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and when, so when we did go, I didn't go down the rocks. I just stood like 30 feet from the cliff and said, I'll stay here. You guys go there. My dad got closer than anyone. After that fucking story, I can't believe it. There, so I, I, I've lived with people like this. I know people like this. I think that's part of the anger that I have is that why would you willingly do this? I'm not willing to die horribly for a fucking Instagram photo. And if you ever make me do that for the podcast, I quit. I will not face my fears on this show. <laughs> Only in a movie, not in real life. You're 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 saying you're not dangerous Danny or what was her dangerous D? Dangerous D, which Hunt, like Hunter D, Danger, Hunter. I forget what her name was. That but. was it, Dangerous D. And then when she said that later in the movie, I was like, Dangerous D, who the fuck was that? <laughs> I don't even care. <laughs> I'm always surprised with these movies that there's any sort of plot outside of the survival story. Mm -hmm. You don't really need it. Like we really don't need anything. I guess it adds a little bit if they're able to have a hero's journey, but like. With most of these, I'm all in just based on the plot device of I'm stuck on the top of something that's really high up. I, I I disagree. I think the plot behind the survival is what makes it good. Cause sometimes. Because I watched that weird bear movie, Backcountry, where there's yes. there's there's no plot. It's just they just get lost and die. Like oh, it's a relationship <laughs> falling apart at the seams the Barely. whole movie that movie is just it's just a guy saying i don't need directions if that was a movie that's that's what it is <laughs> i mean it is literally just like the worst man to ever take any female hiking i'm surprised he wasn't a serial killer he's like <laughs> oh by the way the map i don't have it because i lied and said that i know this place really well also i didn't tell anyone where we're going also like all these things that just were the worst i couldn't get over it i was glad uh, he got fucking murdered all right you briefly mentioned <laughs> your experience watching cliffhanger oh, we God. need to tell this story because we were both there this is when we were in high school and yes. so this is when we were dating in high school yeah and you yep. this might be when i realized i have a paralyzing fear of heights because i don't think i was be. really all about it i didn't know about it before i think yeah i definitely picked it because i grew up watching that movie i'm like oh yeah I get to pick the movie Cliffhanger. I mean, I just knew I, that's the only reason I've seen like any of Stallone's movies is because of you. Like I never would have watched one, but I've now seen them. Um, but yes, yeah, so you decided to throw this on and I was just like, whatever, like a total innocent idiot. And for the people who don't remember, the opening scene is a woman crossing a rope between two canyons and then something breaks and she's hanging and Stallone is holding her. And then she drops and fucking dies. And let me tell you, this but it's scene, just, it's all top seat. It's all just like bird's eye view, top down. 
that's what really got me. And this is really like I I will always remember this that movie watching experience because we were sitting on a couch and I just remember sinking into the couch. I felt like I was in Get Out, and he goes down into the sunken place, and that was how I felt. I was locked in that fucking chair. I and that was the closest thing I've ever felt to like a heart attack. And I just remember being like, I don't think I could watch this movie, and I've never finished it. I have never seen that entire movie. I can only imagine how horrible it is after that. That was, and then the other guy in the background too, smiling the whole time. I really can't get over that. That really added. <laughs> that was the, the whole situation. thing I was trying to show you. Is like this horrible thing's happening, and then there's a guy smiling because he's not aware that he's on camera. He's like, I'm in a fucking movie with Stallone. <laughs> Either way, it's still like I watched that right before watching Fall again because I thought, <laughs> let's give myself the old heart attack again. And uh, it still got me, man. Not as bad as back then because I've. It did make me feel a little bit better that I've grown as a movie watcher. But man, I will never forget that. We literally—that was the first time I think I, we ever I ever smoked a cigarette because we went out <laughs> on your roof and smoked a fucking cigarette because I was so stressed out, dude. <laughs> that was like oh, the most God. intense movie watching experience of my life. I think. Yeah, I think that like I. I had never seen you react like that to anything else in the years that we've known each other. Like that was rare form. And that was probably the most like trauma I had seen in real time in my young life that I'm like, I don't know what to do. (laughs) That was like, I mean, I've just lived a soft, nerfy, cushiony life, but that was like for a long time, the most traumatizing thing that had happened to me. that or maybe like another one of these phobia movies that we'll talk about but let me just tell you these movies are made for me if they want to if they if you really want me to experience a full emotion at a movie just put it based around a phobia of mine and i'm i'm gonna feel everything (laughs) okay okay bex this is gonna look a little bit worse than it is oh what the hell hunter let's just go back down yeah so this movie is, I mean, it, it's a phobia movie. And also, I was really surprised at how strongly Sarah reacted to this movie because I also watched Gravity with her. And like Gravity, she was like breathing heavy that whole time. It's a little bit different because it's in space, but like that movie is anxiety ridden also. I have not seen that movie because I'm terrified of space. It is one of the phobias on my list, Jason. That is one that is probably the most, I think, extreme version of it that I think would really stress me out. Well, Gravity is also a great movie because it's it's a solid just like 90 minutes. It's not two and a half hours. Like it just gets in. It gets in. Gets, yeah, like this is another one. It gets in and gets out. And yeah, there's not a you lot of You can't spend too fucking long in a phobia movie or I would literally have like, I'd be checking into the insane asylum if any of these movies were over like an hour, hour and a half tops. Well, it really solidified that fall affected Sarah more than gravity. When the movie was over, I said, how are you feeling, babe? And she said, there was life before fall and now there's life after fall. And I don't know how I go forward. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Some If a movie about phobias is very effective, it sticks the fuck with you, man. If you're worried about this shit in real life in any form, any, even if it's a tiny little fear, now it's definitely going to be on your mind a lot more. Totally. And yeah, the, the whole 
like phobia genre movie is is fascinating to me because the whole idea is like you're kind of just like swindling people to con- conquer their own fears because if you're not really that scared of it you you might not be that drawn to it but unless they're effective if they're effective yes. i think the most effective phobia movies if that's the subgenre is the ones that like even if you don't have that phobia it affects you and you might feel even just a tiny sliver of what that a person with that would mm-hmm. feel but i think that if they're effective they're still going to affect you in some sort of way just not obviously as intensely as if you have the phobia which i would know <laughs> yeah so like fear or sorry fall fear is a totally different phobia uh fall is um is a in my opinion as someone who's not scared of heights like that it's a really effective movie like it's a good good movie for that you know adrenaline rush i wanted to ask you because you are someone who has a lot of fears lots of them you're kind of an expert on being scared of things i'm adding to the list all the time (laughs) i a lot of stuff that i see in movies i'm like huh I didn't know that was something I should be afraid of, but I'm adding it to the list because now that I know about it, I'm going to be on the lookout. It's like, I just am assuming that my life is going to turn into a horror movie at one point. I just don't know which one. And now I have all these possibilities, so I want to be prepared. So I actually kind of wanted to 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 throw some movies at you as, as a subject matter expert, let's say. Yeah, yeah just... Call me a scaredy cat. It's perfectly fine. <laughs> I still love horror movies. So I think that makes me a little bit brave, but I will like shrivel and just like turn into a puddle at a lot of these movies. So, yeah. All right. So, I mean, the first one, and I think it's the most obvious one because it has the word phobia in it, is the fear of spiders, arachnophobia. You, yes. You sent me a video, just a clip of that movie. And I actually can't remember anything about that movie. I don't have a fear of spiders. I'm the one who takes care of our spider problem. By killing or do you like let them live like, hey, they're cool? Depends on the spider. After watching Arachnophobia, you're going to go, you know what? I think I'm going to kill them all. (laughs) But that clip that you sent me of the shower and the spider, I was like, oh, geez. It's horrible, isn't it? And I think what makes that movie extremely effective is because it's the only movie that I've ever seen with spiders in them that are like, at least I haven't seen some of the older ones, but it ha- they use real spiders. They're not CGI. The only, the, they do use a puppet later for like the giant thing, but they switch it off with like a regular, a giant tarantula too. So they use like mostly real spiders the whole movie, but those little ones are like the brown recluse looking things Mm -hmm. and the fact that they're real i think that's why it's like it's so effective because it gives you the creepy crawlies the way that they move i fucking hate the way spiders move without those goddamn legs it's so upsetting i'm getting (laughs) literal goosebumps just thinking about it i hate that that movie is so good though because i i'm like i enjoy watching it now i mean i'm stressed the fuck out the whole time but I enjoy it because it's still kind of a comedy. It's a very lighthearted movie. Jeff Daniels is great. And it's actually like really well done. So I enjoy it as a horror movie. It's just my number one fear. So I don't watch it all the time. But when I do, I have goosebumps and I'm sitting on the edge of my seat the whole time. If my phone vibrates, I will throw it against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I need to revisit that movie. Um, I was curious of, the, of your thoughts on this one because I think this is an example of an unsuccessful phobia movie. Open water. 
See, for me, I agree with you, but I will say that like, if I sit and think about that fear, it is terrifying. Like that's definitely an up there fear, but I don't think, I think open water is just doesn't have the same stress level the whole time. It's very much like low energy for me. You'll be very happy with, with my perspective on this. I actually think um, the reef is a much, the much better version of open water. Agreed. And that's, I think, why I used to like open water. And then I saw the reef and I thought, open water, that shit is dumb. <laughs> I mean, it's a terrifying thing. And the fact that it's based on a real story. Again, I'll give it to you. But the idea of being open water is terrifying. However, I think you just got to maintain the suspense a lot more in order to make these movies really effective. Like mm -hmm. if you go too with too much downtime, it's really not going to work out. <laughs> You know, you need to yeah. keep the stress level for these things because the phobias really work for you if you're stressed the whole time and you don't have a minute to just enjoy yourself. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Uh, another one is like the fear of being buried alive or like confined spaces. Then the obvious one here is buried with Ryan Reynolds. I don't think you've seen that. I've seen it. I don't have that fear so i thought that movie was really boring and not that interesting you really don't have a fear of being buried alive I... like if you woke up in a coffin you're not stressing the fuck out and having a heart attack before you figure a way out well that's like asking you know oh you don't have a fear of being shot if you woke up and you were shot would that not suck like yeah that would be terrible but like i don't sit about thinking am i gonna wake up shot or buried alive well i don't sit around thinking it's gonna happen I think you do because you have a constant fear of it. <laughs> like I have a constant fear of it as in like, you know, I'm going to I'm going to wait and be in the right headspace before I watch Buried. I, I still haven't seen it strictly because I'm stressed out about the fuck, the fucking fact that he's in a coffin the whole movie. I need a minute out of there. I need some fresh air. Like I that's do, you the thing need, is, do you need some fresh air now? Because <laughs> just thinking about it is the thing is these movies. I think I'm just. You know what it is, Jace? It's like, I'm just such a good person. No, because I'm so, I think I'm a very empathetic person and I can really put my, like, put myself in the place of others and feel what they would feel. Or like, I'm empathetic that way. I think that's why I have so many fears. Because I can easily, when I'm watching one of these movies, it's like, that could have been me. That could be me in that fucking coffin the whole time. Like, I was thinking for another claustrophobic, The Descent, obviously. Oh, yeah. That's a very effective one. I, I that movie I feel like I'm losing my own air the whole time like I feel like I can't breathe and I'm like not able to breathe it's really stressful mm -hmm. like but again it's a different way that I react to like the one you know obviously with heights I just fucking like melt into the couch but with spiders <laughs> I'm like I'm on my fucking like the edge of my seat I've got goosebumps the entire movie and I'm like crazy <laughs> laughing because I'm so scared and then like the descent, it's like, I'm like, like I, I can't breathe. So I don't know. It's just a weird, different experience, but I feel like I'm, I'm in, I'm having all of them. Well, and then the descent also has like it being scared of the dark that yes. whole piece tied into it. Yep. I do not like that. I, <laughs> I am very scared of the dark as well. I always had a nightlight. I, uh, I'm just a giant baby still, I think, you know, I had a couple others. I don't know Th about throw them at would me, count but... them. That was it. Okay. I don't have hard rules for this. This is all personal experience. This could be a movie. It could be a scene of a movie. I guess I'm not surprised that when we're talking phobia movies, I'm like, I could have probably listed a hundred more because I've got so many, but I'll keep it to the highlights. You, I you definitely... were scared of Jumanji. Oh, dude, don't even remind me of that. <laughs> also, it's Jumanji, not Jumanji. It's not like a fungi. It's like Jumanji. 
M-A-N. Sorry. I just had to correct wow. you. That movie is important to me now. However, okay. it's horrifying. The, the, it's got like three of my biggest fears. Like the plant, the giant plant that's trying to eat the kid is horrifying. That still upsets me. As a quicksand and fucking spiders. I mean, it's just a triple whammy there. And the jungle, I think, is just a giant one. Um, but I will say for movies, I have it because clowns. Oh, clowns. That's a really, that's a big one. I think that's where the fear of clowns was born. Was from I mean, that movie. <laughs> like, I think from that book, yeah. yeah. But like, and the original 1990 yeah, the, version. Jim Curry, yeah. I mean, either they didn't, if they didn't create it, man, they really fucking stoked it. So <laughs> those ones definitely still get me. Gravity I, I had because of space, obviously. Basically anything in space I didn't watch for a very long time because I was terrified. Like, I was like, I can't watch Alien. It's going to be the scariest movie ever. <laughs> now I fucking love Alien and yeah. Aliens and all that shit. Um, but I thought The Shining was a great one because of the fear of isolation. Mm. And I think that's probably the only movie on this list that might be like over two hours. <laughs> There's like a really <laughs> long movie, but I guess that kind of fits with the phobia, right? Because isolation is like drawn out, just you going insane yeah. kind of a thing. So I think that's a really good one. I also put like Cujo or like, you know, basically any of these rabid animals, kind of giant animals. Or not giant, giant, but angry animals. It's weird to think nowadays of like people having a fear of dogs. Like I know they it's still a, do. I, I know I know it's a thing, but just like there's dogs everywhere here, and like I think there's more dogs than kids, and so just having a fear of dog just sounds totally weird and foreign to me. I know it's a thing. It's just not a thing that's in my immediate sphere. Yeah. Well, imagine how debilitating that must be if you have a fear of dogs in this day and age and they're fucking everywhere. I mean, <laughs> good God, if I had a fear of spiders, I mean, be, sorry, if I had one, I do have one, a very strong one. It's like the the greatest like thing I ever wanted to do in life is go to New Zealand and walk the Lord of the Rings path to Mordor and all that shit. Go to Hobbiton. I can't. I don't think I can ever do it. The spiders and shit that they got going over there, especially out in like the places where it's like Middle Earth, I don't think I could do it. Sheilub was real. I mean, even there's if no, she was no CGI, that's <laughs> okay. a real creature. It is based on a real spider there, not a giant one, but like those are real spiders that like I mean they're way smaller, but they're big for like America. Like those those places like. I just couldn't. I don't think I'll ever go there. It's so sad. But you know what? I think I'm willing to part with something that I've always wanted to do in my whole life because of my fear of spiders. If they were around way more often than they are now, I think I would kill myself. <laughs> Most of these scenarios. I also thought honorable mention for the needle pit sequence from Saw 2. Oh, yeah. It gets me every time. I think it's that... That sequence from Saw, like Saw has a lot of just like fucked up nightmare scenarios. Like, that sequence just stands out for, I, I don't even know exactly what it is, but like it's the fear of needles and just like being thrown into the pit. And like, I feel like when she was thrown in, I I felt all the needles just like poke every part of her. And I'm just oh, like, oh God, and she has oh. bare, foot, bare feet and it's just yeah. the worst. It's so bothersome. It's an all-timer in yeah, the Saw conversation. That one is too. And then I'm sure we all remember Contagion from like the beginning days of COVID. I don't know why, but we all were like, let's watch this movie that's basically like COVID and everyone dies. I <laughs> I didn't watch that movie, but like I remember it coming out and I feel like it was just like, this is just the algorithm fucking us. <laughs> like just the algorithm what for whatever platform it's like they all agreed 
you should all watch Contagion right now. It literally just like <laughs> dropped like... on Netflix because they're like, oh, and then it was like the most popular one being rented on like Apple movies or whatever the fuck. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I, I succumbed to it as well because I was like, and then I watched it. And I was like, holy fucking shit. That movie was incredible how like well it predicted things until you get to the vaccine part and there's people fighting and killing each other to get a vaccine <laughs> and i'm like yeah that's the one thing that no one saw coming is that everyone's gonna go fuck the vaccine but anyways, anyways. those are like kind of the main ones that i think of yeah. as like they're literally like about a fear and exploiting it over and over and over again which i guess all horror movies basically do that but i think phobias are like you know a lot of people are scared of spiders or heights or whatever mm -hmm. so like usually I mean, there's probably some very specific phobias you might have that, like, mm. you could find some really weird horror movie about. But I would say these ones are so general fears that, like, they're really effective because they kind of have to be. So I have a funny story to tell you. It's not my phobia, but it's somebody else's. There's one fear that we have not mentioned, and it's probably one of the only fears that, like, if you have this, you actively will not try to to I don't I withstand it. That's the fear of blood. I have a friend, you know him, Andrew. He has a fear of blood? He has intense fear of blood, like pass out seeing blood fear. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Oh, just wait. Okay. <laughs> so good thing he's not a girl. That's all I have yeah. to say. <laughs> so there's this yeah. Well He's married to a nurse now, so I'm sure they just don't talk about work at all. He comes home just covered in blood every <laughs> night and he passes out. Yeah. Is that what you're telling me? So <sighs> the so years ago, uh, we have a group chat going, and he texts us. He's like, hey, guys, let's go see 127 hours. Oh, my God. And all of us, we, like, text each other separately. Like, does he know what this movie is? Because, like. All the marketing was around what the story was and that it's very gory. People were throwing up at the theaters. Oh, it's extremely upsetting, and I don't even have a fear of blood. <laughs> and so we all, as his best friends, decide to roll with this and say, yeah, let's go see this. You're a great idea. Let's go see it. This has happened to Andrew multiple times in other scenarios. I just want to put that on the record, this poor guy. This is the first time that it was his idea. <laughs> no, I mean, he set you up perfectly. Like, I don't fault you guys at all for what you did. I think you really, you did the right thing for sure. So we all go to the movie. He has no clue what the story does. He did not do his own research. Did he just see that it was a hiking movie? And he's like, cool, outdoorsy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think he saw the full trailer. <laughs> I mean, I would imagine he has no idea or that it's based on a true story. Like. The story is literally called Between a Rock and a Hard Place. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Continue. Like, I feel like you have to actively try to not know that the the story involves him cutting his own arm off. And um, it's literally the only thing that anybody could tell you. This was a rare moment. We're like, we're going to run with this. And so we we go to the theater. We sit down. We get the popcorn. We're going. And I mean, that movie is kind of a phobia, phobia movie in several ways. Like, getting getting lost getting stuck and yep 
then having to dismember yourself. I mean, a little bit like a castaway kind of vibe, but like mm. not on an island. But yes, another yeah. fear that I didn't know I needed. This is just another reason that when my dad tells me, let's go hiking, I can say, <laughs> nope, I've seen this. You read the fucking book and pointed it out to me. <laughs> so the good thing, I guess you could say with that movie is that the gross part doesn't happen until the end. But th as it starts to happen, as he starts <laughs> taking the knife and he starts going, Andrew just gets up and leaves. He left. He, le he leaves the theater. <laughs> so, <laughs> we just assume like this is what we thought would happen. And so the movie ends. We get up and we go out to look for him and he's nowhere to be found. We look over all the theater <laughs> everywhere else i was where's and then one of us texts him we're just like dude where are you and he's like he's text back in all caps i went home <laughs> i went home <laughs> that's amazing he, and he didn't talk to us for like three or four days like he was so <laughs> mad that we allowed this to happen i mean is he even surprised though i mean like i was there when like and i was in on it like i didn't tell him either but do you remember when you guys had that really shitty tequila and oh, you like yeah. put it in your fucking water purifier to try and make it better oh yeah that's like a thing on tiktok now people are like discovering oh, if you put it in a filter it'll be it'll be great it's like we were doing this 10 years ago <laughs> and, and we put we put the worst <laughs> tasting tequila in a water filter and we're like this is better but i don't know if it's much better because it was awful to begin with and then we just put it in the <laughs> fridge and left it and then andrew came and stayed at our house it was like <laughs> after a party too like he was like oh like i'm so thirsty and he was like talking about that and that was like i had just learned like hours before that that you guys had done that <laughs> and i just like looked at jordan or you i don't remember and i was just like I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say shit. And he just took the biggest sip and coughed it everywhere. It was so good. That poor man. But like, you know what? I can relate because I have very strong reactions to things. And I think people like to torture you when you <laughs> react really well or really extremely. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Well, and Andrew, Your target. Andrew, we love you. <laughs> I get it, though. Like, I've also had that fear of like, takes a hold of you and you have to just get the fuck out like you're just no talk i can't tell anyone anything i'm just gone before i even realize like he might not have even realized till he was sort of driving home like shit i'm fucking on my way already all right later <laughs> that's hilarious well renee that's that's why you're like one of the most courageous people i know is because you have a fear of everything <laughs> and so you you overcome those fears by not killing myself every day <laughs> and you constantly watch movies of those things yeah i do <laughs> i think that's my thing is that my fears have always been like super prevalent for me but like as a child i no joke had books upon books of spiders because i'm like horrified by them so like my brain's natural survival instinct was like i must learn everything there is to know about spiders and that way i can conquer them so like my fear curiosity gets the better of me and i'm like let's watch arachnophobia again like i haven't seen it 10 years can't be that bad are you kidding it's still horrifying however great movie so i'll still rewatch it I've, I've become braver because of these movies 
I have a very strong affection. As much as I don't enjoy watching them, they've made me a better person, I think. And this is why there is no mystery as to why you watch so many horror movies. It's to overcome those fears. You're okay. All right, so let's actually talk about this movie, so Fall. Um, first off, I think the biggest surprise of this movie was in the opening credits, seeing that it's a BuzzFeed <laughs> Studios. I also caught that again. Like, what? <laughs> Buzz- BuzzFeed? <laughs> They're making fucking movies now? You know, not bad, though. I will the, tell you, not the- bad. The only yeah, not bad at all. The only other time I had this experience was when I watched Oculus, and I saw WWE in the opening credits. <laughs> yeah, like, what is John Cena gonna pop out of the mirror? <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> I know there is always things like that. You're like, huh? That's just makes me ask questions and not focus on the movie right away. (laughs) However, I do think the opening scene, very similar to cliffhanger and it really Mm -hmm. snaps you back in attention mode, I would say. Right. Yeah. I mean, I will say I was a little, um, underwhelmed. I was a little disappointed in the, the husband's judgment and, you know, like placing those, whatever they're called, the hanger things. It's like, Oh, there's a hole in the, in the mountain. I'm not going to put it in a crack like on the surface. I'm going to put my hand in this hole where a eagle or hawk or something's going to fly out. I mean, yeah. It might have been a buzzard. <laughs> Could have been. A vulture. A lot of foreshadowing in this movie. <laughs> like a, a lot of foreshadowing. And that also, that's uh, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s son. I don't know if you know. I did not know that. Mason Gooding. He is one of the stars of the upcoming Scream 6. He was in The Fifth Scream. He's amazing. And he was also in Booksmart. That's, I think, where I first Mm. saw him. He's the one that Beanie Feldstein is, like, obsessed with the whole time. Oh, wow. I did not realize that. he's fucking handsome, and I think he's a good actor. I've enjoyed him in everything I've seen him in. This one, he's barely in it, and he just, he dies. He falls off the fucking mountain. First off, anybody bouldering up a mountain like that without real ropes, you're a fucking (laughs) insane person. And if you die that way... I mean, it's horrible. It's a horrible way to go, but like, I don't feel pity for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> if that's what you choose to do with your life, you're like wanting to die that way, right? I mean, maybe that's the part of the thrill, but I don't think I'd ever get thrilled of being that close to death. Let, let alone decide to unclip after you've just fallen. Oh, I'm going to unclip and swing. Okay. 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 Getting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He kind of deserved to die. And then you kind of get. Now, like a year later, the girlfriend is, or the wife, I guess, uh, she's, you know, drunk at a bar. Hilarious. Kind of in my mind, I thought. Yeah. And uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is her dad. He shows up for a few minutes. And I kind of love the way that he's like, you know, your husband kind of sucked. Like, don't (laughs) worry about it. And I was like, that's kind of a weird reaction. Like, we don't know anything about him except that he died like traumatically in front of her. And he's like, come on man like you know do you think he'd really care about you if you died and it was like i would hope so what the fuck dad so you kind of think he's kind of a jerk at first i mean at least that's what i thought a little bit the first thing that popped in my mind when jeffrey dean morgan popped up i was like 
has he just ever since he did the walking dead in 2016 has he just kept that look like he's just kept the beard and the slick back hair he's just he's always been that character i mean since that's then. just been it's his a good look, look for a long time i kind of no, think i'm I mean, I'm just saying, like, he had a mustache in Batman vs. Superman, and then I saw him on Walking Dead, and it's a good look. I'm just like, he just looks like he's just had that look for the Isn't past Isn't he still on Walking years. Dead doing that? I don't know. That would imply that I watched The Walking Dead. I, I don't, don't know. fucking care about The Walking Dead. I hate... <laughs> that's why I haven't watched The Last of Us. I'm sorry, but I oh. think The Walking Dead has ruined any sort of zombie thing. TV show, apocalypse, whatever. Um, Last of Us is so much better. I oh, ruined, I'm sure. I ruined The Walking Dead for Sarah. She was a big fan of it, and then I spoiled it. I'm like, hey, every season, they just go to a new place and stay there for an entire season. It's... I mean, it's just, yeah, I gave up really quick on that Anyways. one. But yeah, we, don't, we won't. <laughs> I digress. This is about not Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who's so, barely in this movie. So, yeah, let's yeah. move on. <laughs> I was I was honestly shocked that he came back at the end. I was like, they got yeah. him for one day. Like, yeah, oh, of course. Both scenes were at night. <laughs> it was very quick. <laughs> so the the funny thing about this movie is the premise is pretty loose. <laughs> like, I like how the the best friend pops back up and she's like, "Hey, you've been sulking with your." husband's ashes for a year like we need to get you back up on the mountain we need to get you climbing again let's go climb this abandoned tower it'll be just like old times and like <laughs> when she said that i'm like i i'm not a climber but i don't think rock climbers would equate climbing a radio tower to like old times climbing mountains or even rocks <laughs> like, I'm just like yeah what? i don't i don't think they thought this through very much <laughs> i know she's also doing it like you know for the fucking gram or whatever like she's gonna be live streaming or not live streaming but like videotaping it and shit so like cool she's trying to risk her life for fucking fame whatever some people are into that <laughs> but she's also like a crazy thrill seeker which like from the beginning scene they kind of show it but yeah I mean, we don't know what other kind of fuck. I mean, these people could have been into parkour for all I know and done weird shit like that. And we just only saw them climbing a mountain one time when the husband died. So I don't really I'm not going to assume shit. However, I don't understand how this equates to any fun of any kind. It's literally climbing a fucking ladder for thousands of I mean, it's like 2000 feet in the air, right? Yeah, my feet would be I mean, I, my legs would fall off. I don't think I could even make it up there. And the fact that like. They don't even really consider the fact that, like, this thing has probably not been used in who knows how long. I mean, this yeah. is an abandoned tower, right? Yeah. It's rusty as fuck. It's like, the, like, this just was not the thought through plan at all. The, the, the whole sequence of them, like, climbing the ladder and it showing, like, the, the bolts and stuff, like, shaking loose. I was just like... Are they going to final destination this? Like it just it felt it like felt final. very final destination. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent agree with you. She's like, is death a character? Is <laughs> I kind of felt like yeah, it was like oh shit, like everything was kind of working against him. Like even the vultures were kind of like possessed by death. I felt like at the end, I don't know. It could have been. This could have been a secret final destination movie and really, you know, blown our fucking socks off. But no, it was it just. 47 meters down in the sky however i will say a bit more effective and well shot i thought the the filming from the bird's eye view and like up above you and even the drone stuff and 
I mean, it's just if you're scared of fucking heights at all, it, it really gets you. Even if you're yeah. not, I think it, it puts you in that place. Oh, yeah. It's a like there's 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 problems with it. There's flaws with it. But like it's a very enjoyable movie. And yeah. well, the, and the enjoyable is a loose term. Okay. I okay. can say I was <laughs> I mean, I'll, I bought this movie and I've watched it twice. So I must have enjoyed myself. I will say I don't like I I was extremely tense the whole time, <laughs> like just really stressed out. But it is like it's a shorter movie. It's not super long. Mm-hmm. It keeps the tension, though, the entire time. Once they start climbing this thing, you're pretty much just stressed out the entire fucking time. Okay. Oh, my God. Shit. Oh, shit. Oh, my God, Hunter. Are you OK? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, here's the first thing i thought uh just as we were getting into the thick of the movie you know when they're when they're on the car ride and all this stuff i'm just like hunter calling it now hunter's a bad friend well she's a terrible friend she's just she was like pulling all of this like bullshit like you can do it you can conquer your fears like yeah you should just hang off the top of a tower with one hand and i'll take a a selfie with you like I was, was like dude you're a bad friend oh then we learned that you cheated on or her, you seduced his husband her husband okay yep. yeah you're a bad friend also See? yeah gr- I, I will give credit though i was thinking the whole time i'm like i hate you i hate your extra schmedium shirt and push-up bra the push-up bra actually had a point to the movie i was surprised <laughs> i'm glad that they did that because yeah i was like this is just a pretty pointless tna not mad about it, right? Come but, on, I mean, BuzzFeed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we get it. They're going for the clicks, baby. <laughs> she even says it. Like, literally, that's the clickbait. Is like mm-hmm. the them climbing a fucking tower and the tits. And I was like, I kind of feel like that's also self self like ugh, referencing itself as the movie, right? Like, yeah, we also kind of had that idea <laughs> because, like. I mean, as they're going up this thing, it's just so rickety. And then even when they get to the top, her asshole friend goes, oh, what? And like, is that shaking? Yeah. And like starts fucking shaking the ladder. And she's the reason that the screw falls off. Yeah. I'm just saying she's literally the worst friend. And I'm saying like already the things pertaining to them climbing this thing and getting stuck. It's basically all her fault. Every little step of the way. Yeah. But then you add the fact that like her, she was sleeping with her husband before he dra- died tragically. I mean, that's fucked, man. That is like, that's just. I mean, now I'm rooting for her to die. Like I wanted her to die. I mean, <laughs> at this point in these movies, I never understand why did they have to add the personal drama. Sometimes I get it, but when it's like, oh, I was cheating on them, it's like, okay, well, I know you and the boyfriend, if he's alive, are both dead. Like I know <laughs> you're gonna die, right? And if they don't die, I'm gonna be mad. Well, and. <laughs> And also, like when she sees the tattoo on her foot, and she yeah. puts she puts two and two together. I guess she puts one, four, three together. I'm like, she's like, how long? She's like, four months. And it's like, you got a tattoo for a guy after four months? Yeah, that's what? what I'm saying. Well, this chick was clearly insane. First yeah. off, everything that she was doing, I was like, okay, I think this chick really wants to die. Honestly. <laughs> From every scene with her, I'm just like, she's fucking videotaping in the car while driving. And almost like, I was like, that got me. Because I was like, oh my God, there's that a fucking was, truck. That, that was, was good. Scary. Yeah. I will say, like, as dumb as some of the character stuff in this movie are, like, that's like a big thing I know for people. If the characters make really dumb decisions, you're like, I'm not going with it. But it's like, 
I don't care. It, it was still effective, even if they made stupid decisions that I would fucking never even be near. If I, I would never let let myself be bullied into hanging off the fucking top of a tower, two thousand feet in the air, just so my friend would fucking shut up. I would, I would say, you could bother me all day. I am not doing that. <laughs> I think the dumbest decision by any character in this movie is by Hunter and. It's the decision of her tattoos. Her tattoos are awful. All of oh, them. Oh yeah. They all they all look like they're those old like rub on with a what with a wet cloth tattoos. I'm just like these are terrible. Like, yeah. If you're traveling the world <laughs> and like doing all this, stuff, I feel like you'd have at least interesting tattoos. It's like, yeah. No, this bitch I knew from the beginning. I was like, she sucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, you're so depressed. Like, literally, this girl's about like trying to kill herself with pills as her friend shows up. And then she's like, I'm gonna make you climb two thousand feet in the air. And it I mean, granted, I if we just wanna say, she might actually be a good friend because by the end of it, like the main girl, she has refound her will to live, you know? <laughs> so I don't know if they're promoting this kind of behavior. But I would say this is a bad friend, te textbook bad friend at every textbook. turn. I think I think it's for sure that she's a bad friend, that she becomes a better friend as a hallucination after she dies. <laughs> yeah, except for when, like, the bag drops and she doesn't even go for it. And, like, before you know she's dead, you're like what a bitch what the <laughs> fuck i was like dude i thought i hated this bitch and now i really do <laughs> because i think i knew that there was some stupid twist with this movie that was the same as 47 meters down yeah i think that's why i fucking was like i have to see this movie now they're rolling <laughs> the same shit like we didn't all see that movie and so I actually forgot about it while I was watching. So <laughs> then I was like, oh, shit, I forgot that they're doing that thing. However, I should have been more suspicious because when you watch that scene, you're like, there's no way that bitch fucking got that <laughs> thing. She definitely fell. She's wearing Chuck Taylors in a push-up bra. She's One not Chuck equipped. Taylor. Yeah. yeah. And she was fucking like, I mean, she was just very comfortable, like walking around that thing with absolutely like just, I mean, I couldn't believe that she didn't die a thousand times, like literally before that. So the so I really enjoyed the first two thirds of this movie. Mm -hmm. The last third, I thought they were just doing way too much. Like the reveal that she's as you as you say, she's been dead the whole time. <laughs> Ten years. I've never even heard of her. Like it's that's that used to be a twist in every fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> just the fact that like. I love that trope and I I can't believe they pulled it here. But yeah, they do that out of kind of like just do we need that at all? Does that add anything to the story for you? No. Not at all. I would have rather that she just died. <laughs> I I think it I, I think the movie would have been more interesting if like we knew that she landed on the antenna and like then the main girl couldn't do anything about it. Like, that would be pretty tense, like, if she's just dying there on the antenna. I fell. You can't have the shoe because I didn't catch the bag. I bled out. Also, can we talk about that antenna? Like, the whole tower is barely held together, but that antenna 
caught Hunter multiple times. Like she fell on it multiple times. Once fatally. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it just seems like it's fine. And then after she pushes the body off it, then it's like, oh, now I'm going to give up. I was I was only doing this for Hunter. Like, well, there was two bodies on it at that time. But yeah, I clocked that too. I was like, dude, that thing looks more rickety than anything. Yeah. I can't believe that thing was hanging on. I didn't even see how that was hanging on. And that was the thing is that like, I could understand them climbing a mountain again. Because there's yeah. a lot of things you could like. Yeah, you know, there's ways to get out of there, but I mean, if you get up here and the ladder breaks, what was your backup? They don't have anything. What the yeah. fuck? And how many fifty feet of rope? You think that's enough to get you down from two thousand feet? You know, maybe they should have had two thousand feet of rope just in case, so that they could fucking shimmy their way to the bottom. Or I don't know. You think maybe like have a parachute? You could yeah, just anything. Base jump <laughs> like. Oh, we'll bring a drone up. That's way easier than a parachute. Just a I know <laughs> the drone thing too. And then I think that's where I really like was questioning it. And you know, Nolan especially was yelling at the TV, going, "What the fuck? Are you kidding me? Oh yeah, I'm fucking dehydrated and I can barely stand up, but I'm gonna climb up a fucking pole without a rope and hold myself there for like yeah. six hours while I charge this thing." Which I don't even think you can MacGyver a charger into that. I believe you almost tried and electrocuted yourself, right? Yeah, I tried to do <laughs> the outlet thing, and um, I could not successfully replicate it. So I don't, I don't know. We don't recommend that at home, everyone. I mean, I guess if you're stuck on a tower, you might as well try, because I'd rather be <laughs> electrocuted than slowly like dehydrated. But <laughs> Also, it was weird that they're like, we need a full charge. It's like, it's going... You're not flying it all day. You're flying it to the diner. It does, you could have probably been fine with a half charge. That's what I'm saying. I just feel like there was way too many like attempts to get down that like they could have cut a lot of those. Like the drone especially was like, did we need the whole thing with the charge? It didn't even matter because when she finally flies it across, it gets wiped out by a goddamn truck. <laughs> and then the guy gets out of the car, out of his giant truck, which like he probably wouldn't even notice that. He would have thought it was a bug, right? <laughs> And then he just like gets out, sees the drone, and then just drives off. All the people in this movie who are not the main characters were like total assholes. Very much vibes with like the shallows with Blake yeah. Lively and like all the guys that like come to the beach, like steal her shit and like <laughs> fucking try to rob her all of all of her shit rather than helping her. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's like they do that here where they finally like flag down people and then they just break into their car and steal it. I'm like. Do you really think that would happen? Are people that fucking horrible? Jesus Christ. I thought of the shallows too. Like, yeah, it was, it was like a stranded movie. And, but yeah, I, I thought the shallows did it better. And I think fall could have been as good if they didn't do the, she's been dead thing. Cause like, I just feel like that was filling time. Also, I thoroughly enjoyed the vulture scene. Me too. I thought it was totally unnecessary, though. I'm just like, she's like luring in a vulture and then just kills it. And I, <laughs> after that whole thing happened, I'm like, she had the energy to kill a vulture, but she didn't have the energy to 
fall down on the sa- on the antenna thing. I was like, seems like a net zero situation where it's like I took the energy to kill the vulture and get energy, and now I'm back to where I was before I killed exactly. the vulture. Like- yeah, <laughs> like that was a lot of fucking work if you have no energy inside of you. But then it's like she used that energy not even to go down there. She used it to climb the fucking pole and do that charging thing and hold that thing in there for at least six hours. It's got to no, be to charge that, that thing, was- right? There, that was before the vulture. Oh, she you're climbed right. the you're pole right. before she. So she even ate worse, she yeah. could not have had the fucking energy to take on a vulture. Maybe day two, like <laughs> at the very beginning, but she'd been up there for like two nights already. And then they had that weird moment where she rappelled down and stared the other vultures in the eye, like that she had the great. eye of the tiger. I'm yeah, like, I love that. What, what are we supposed to take from this moment? <laughs> she was like, I'll fuck you the fuck up with her eyes. And that vulture was like, not worth it. Did just see you rip my friend apart and eat him. Raw fucking vulture. That was nasty. However, I'm all about it. It was like, you know, I love that in the descent when like the main chick becomes like fucking Rambo yeah, yeah. and starts like taking things out. I'm like, yeah. I love to see a chick like make the transformation. And this chick was always the timid one. But I think if they would have played into that more and not made her so insane that she imagined her friend, <laughs> because at least like as much as I really didn't like that. And again, I think it kind of muddles the ending when they do that, like with 47 meters down. I still can't even quite remember what the fuck the real ending was, because I'm like, they get out of the water like three, four times. She imagines half of it. Her sister's dead. I don't really remember. But again, they at least have the bends and they really lay yeah. into the bends on that movie <laughs> and how that will make you go psychotic. So they at least set it up, whereas this is like, does this really happen if your mind just breaks when you see a dead body? Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it it, it, it kind of came out of nowhere. It, it seems like supernatural. A, it almost. seemed like a twist for the sake of having a twist. Exactly. There was a thing that I, because I was expecting a twist. I didn't know what the twist was, but I was expecting a twist. And I was like trying to go as crazy as I could with what could happen. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't think this will happen, but man, I would love it if it did. They had that one line about, they were like, isn't this a decommissioned tower? And they're like, yeah. They're like, why is there a light? It's like, well, so planes don't run into it. And I was like, when she took the light bulb out, I was like, oh my God, what if this movie ends with a plane running into the tower and killing everyone? <laughs> like, pretty fucking incredible. That would have been an incredible twist ending. See, yeah, but then... I think it's because I I just assumed I should have known, of course, that this movie would have a similar twist of 47 meters down. Yeah. I think it's one of the same producers. It's yeah. not the same people, but still, he must have been like, hey, that really worked with that. one. <laughs> no, that one really, really works. I guess if people are delirious, they hallucinate. But again, I just feel like it didn't I, they didn't even really sell it because they they keep that whole bit going for a while. But it's like. Things like when she doesn't reach for the bag, when it drops and like she doesn't mm-hmm. help with anything. You're like, why is she not doing anything? When she asks her questions like, I thought you didn't know about that. And she's like, yeah. just doesn't respond. I'm like, OK, I feel like you guys are really beating us over the head with it. Whereas like 47 meters down, they didn't re- they didn't like they kind of kept it more of like where you assumed she was still alive. Yeah, she, like, came I, back. Yeah. 47 meters down was a pretty good twist. Like they kind of laid the pieces, but it wasn't so obvious. This, they made it like pretty obvious for a while. Yeah. Like why is your friend piloting the drone that you own? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I know her hands were supposedly fucked up, but like, 
your thumbs are fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, that's the thing. This movie just didn't really commit to any of those like things at the end. I feel like it would have been a little bit better if it had. It's a fun watch. It's a fun movie. I mean, for, I mean, it's we're critiquing it like it could be like, I mean, that would make it a really good movie. But I mean, it's a B movie. That's what it wants to be. <laughs> Literally. And it is, I think. I think it's a really like well-executed version of what we it We had a great time with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you liked it because I wasn't sure if you really aren't scared of anything, specifically heights. No, this was a good heights thriller movie. Like for comparison, I don't think of Cliffhanger as like a, a fear of heights movie. I think of it as an action movie with rock climbing. I haven't seen the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was a really good like heights thriller. I had a, I had a really good time with it. Definitely has its its flaws, but the flaws, if anything, make it a little bit more fun. <laughs> it makes it just more of like, oh, yeah, this is a B movie. And if you are scared of heights, um, trigger warning. Be very cautious of watching this movie if you haven't yet. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely like, I mean, I think I'm just like, I like to punish myself or something or torture myself. But if that's a trigger for you, I do. I will give you that warning because you might you might go to the sunken place as well. <laughs> I might have to drug Sarah just so that she can sleep tonight. Like I don't, I don't know if she did last night, but I might have to drug her just to help her. She's That's still scared of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. I hope that you have made it with us through this episode. I know this this movie was a tough watch, uh, especially for me. With a, you know, I got a healthy fear of heights, so. I can relate if this was hard for anyone. Apologies if, uh, but you know, I think we all learned something about ourselves and maybe, maybe we all are a little bit stronger for facing our fears. So hopefully some good might've come out of this. Uh, you might've noticed I'm on my own. Uh, my trusty co-host Jace is actually out of town for a wedding this week. So it's going to be me flying solo today. I'll keep it pretty quick next week. It's also going to be a little bit different because since Jace is out of town, I'm bringing in a couple of guests to talk about a new movie that recently came out in theaters and is now streaming on Shudder called Skinamarink, which if you haven't heard of it, look it up. It might not tell you anything. It, it's a very strange movie. People are having strong reactions to it. They either think it's terrifying or nothing at all, so... I think it'll be a fun one to discuss and uh, we're bringing in a couple of friends who are also movie aficionados and I think it'll be a really good time. So check out Skinamarink if you haven't already seen it and uh, you know also one fun thing we're doing over on our YouTube channel right now is we are re-watching and discussing each of the Scream movies in anticipation of the release of Scream 6 that's dropping next month in theaters. So check us out. Like and subscribe over there if you want to go on this journey through the past with us. It's been pretty fun so far. We're just on Scream 2 this week, so got a little bit more to go, but that's going to be pretty fun. And in the meantime, we will see y'all next time. Regular exclusive out. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We're out here.